Melissa LeGrant, licensed nutritionist and creator of Drop the Diet Weight Loss. I am on a mission to help women drop the fad diets and lose weight in a way they love for the last damn time. I know you're ready to end the yo-yo dieting and do this weight loss thing for good. So let's go. You've heard me talk about the four superchargers to weight loss, water, sleep, eating when hungry, and food planning or logging. Now, if I were to add a fifth, it would 100% be journaling. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about how to make journaling work for you, give you a bunch of examples on how it can help with your weight loss goals, and give you some prompts to help you put this into action. When I'm talking about journaling, it's different from planning. With planning, I'm referring to mapping out your food and exercise for the day. With journaling, I'm talking about getting your thoughts and your feelings down on paper. Because remember, it's your thoughts that create emotions that then lead to your actions. So when you're trying to figure out why you do or don't do something, or you're wanting to change some of your actions, you need to first become aware of the thoughts you're having. Then, once you become aware of those thoughts, you can get to work on changing the ones that aren't helping you or the ones holding you back from doing the things you want to do. And journaling is a great awareness tool to help you do that. Now, doing this work can be uncomfortable at first, but this is where the growth and change happens. And specifically for weight loss, you have to put thought into weight loss. This is what other diets are not teaching you. Following a strict plan, only eating off an approved food list, or cutting out entire macros are not teaching you to do the most important work needed for long-term success. If you don't work on changing your thoughts, the behaviors that led to weight gain in the first place aren't going to change either. Now, I know some of you are kind of like, meh, I'm not really into this at all. I get that. I wasn't so into it at first either, but that's because I thought it had to be or look a certain way, that I had to get out my journal in the early morning and just start writing. Like, what was I supposed to write about? I'd stare at the blank page and nothing was coming out. I don't know, do I just write down things I'm grateful for and close her up for the day? It wasn't working for me. I knew all the benefits of it. I just had to find a way that felt good and helped me. So when you think journaling is supposed to be or look a certain way and it doesn't resonate with you, you won't do it. Probably not for very long anyway. You know, I'm all about breaking the rules around here. So if you have some beliefs or rules around journaling that keep you from doing it, I encourage you to do the same. Break them. You don't have to force it. It doesn't have to be for a set amount of time or at a certain time of day. You're the boss. Do what works for you. I use journaling as a tool when I need it. I don't have a set time in my day that I do it, which I know works for a lot of people. But I typically use it when I'm having some sort of strong emotion or working through a tough situation. I'll tell you, these last couple of weeks, I've been having some overwhelm. I'm making a lot of changes at my brick and mortar studio, getting ready to launch my online drop the diet coaching program and prepping for this podcast. I felt overwhelmed with all the things that I needed to do. And maybe you can relate to that. I could feel it in my body, like this low level anxious buzz. 
So I wrote about it. I wrote about what I was feeling and the reasons that could be causing it and the things that I actually had to get done. Now, I'm not going to say that writing it out completely cleared up the overwhelm for me, but it was a great start. Seeing it all out on paper, it helped me to prioritize things, which took a lot of the pressure off that I was feeling. And the coolest part about writing it out is that I realized that all of these things were actually very exciting things that I put upon myself. That feeling of overwhelm was because I have a lot going on, and that meant that there is a lot of things that are going right. It was such a big mindset shift for me. I also use journaling on those nights that I just can't get to sleep because my wheels are spinning. I write it out, get it out of my head, and then remind myself there's nothing I can do about any of it at 3 a.m. Or I'll journal when I'm worried about something. I write about it and then I follow it up with the question, but what can I control? There's been lots of research done on the effectiveness of journaling, and not just for weight loss, of course. But I want to tell you about how I use it as a tool to help my ladies with their weight loss goals. And just speaking from my experience, the ladies in my coaching program that journal typically have more success. And I'll give you a couple reasons why I believe that to be true. First, again, it's a huge awareness tool for your thoughts and your feelings. It not only allows you to become more aware if you're using food to cope with certain feelings, but it gives you an outlet for dealing with those emotions that isn't food. The second reason is that it gives you some data on things you might be struggling with, which then allows you to make a strategic plan and set specific goals. It will give you a clearer picture on what's happening with you so that you don't have to guess. Just saying you're going to do better is not a plan. What does better mean for you? I want to give you an example from one of my recent coaching calls where journaling didn't happen. One of my ladies had a goal for the week to make her food plan in the morning every day. And at our check-in, she said that she made her plan each morning, Monday through Thursday, but didn't do it on the weekend. So I asked her, well, why not? What happened? And she's like, I don't know. I have no idea. I asked her, well, what were your thoughts on those weekend mornings when you decided not to make the plan? And she couldn't think of anything. So not knowing her thoughts or what was going on for her on the weekend made it hard to strategize around. And she was so surprised by this. She's like, how, how do I just not remember? So our next move was then setting an alarm every morning to give her the prompt to make her plan. And then you guessed it, spend a few minutes journaling around how she feels making the plan during the week and on the weekends. And if that alarm goes off and she didn't make a plan, she was going to journal on that. So this will just help us gain some insight around things like, are her plans too restrictive during the week? Does she feel like she needs a break on the weekends? Is she using food to relax or unwind from the week? Once we're aware of what's going on, then we can start putting some easy strategies in place for her to keep moving forward. I'll give you a few more common situations and some journaling prompts that I use. So if you're finding yourself about to go off plan, then pause. Write down what's going on for you in that moment. What are you feeling? What's happening around you? What are your thoughts in that moment? This might also help you stay on track, just taking that pause. 
But if you did go off plan, then write about how it made you feel. What were your thoughts around it before and after? If you overate at a meal, write about what was going on for you. What was the situation? And even if it's just because you really liked the taste of the food you were eating, write that down. It's good data to have. And I want to mention that journaling doesn't always have to be this big, deep work. It's just getting honest with yourself and gaining some awareness and some data that will help you to progress and to create winning plans. So let me give you one example of putting journaling into action. One of my ladies this week had a big work networking and social weekend coming up. And when she first started this program with me, this is what she described as her biggest challenge. So we have done some work on this. She wanted to come up with a plan for the weekend to keep things in check. And now this was her idea, and I love it so much. She said, I want to create a daily note to review and use when I have moments where I need to pause and think about my emotions and my why and consider the longer-term consequences. That's so good, right? So our plan is she's going to take five to 10 minutes in the morning to write down one to two ways that she's going to prioritize herself for the day, then write about how she wanted to feel at the end of the night and the next morning, and then finally, to write about her why for doing this. This was so good for her to start her day this way, so that it was top of mind all day and she could pull it out when she needed to. She was also going to put it in her phone so that in some tough situations where she might be thinking about straying from her plan, she could pause and read it when she needed to. Her being aware of her typical thoughts and behaviors around these types of work trips allowed us to come up with a very specific and doable plan for her. And that's how I want you to feel. Set up for success. All right, your action step for the week is to just get writing. Make it feel good and easy. I'm giving you permission to do it in a way that works best for you. And if you need a little inspiration to get started, I'll finish up here today with a few prompts that you can use. You could write about three things you're grateful for, how you want to feel for the day, and what you can do to help yourself feel that way. You could write about something you'll do to prioritize yourself today, how you want to show up today, or something you learned. You could write down your goals or some of your wins for the day. You definitely want to keep track of those. All right. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'm grateful for you. I'll talk to you next week.